What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I shall be your host going forward. My name is Sean McCormick. A pleasure to meet you. Today's episode, we touch back in with Dr. Christine Roche, who's back from episode 96. Dr. Roche is a digestive health specialist, and we get into leaky gut, leaky brain, and the overall health of your gut microbiome and how you can repair gut permeability. We're going to get right into it. Enjoy. You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance in your life, go to naturalstacks.com. On today's show, we've got Dr. Christine Roche. She is a digestive health health specialist, a board-certified clinical nutritionist, and a board-certified biofeedback therapist. She's an author, and some of you may recall her appearance on the Optimal Performance Podcast number 96, which we released about nine months ago, which blew my mind, frankly. Uh, the information that Dr. Roche covered and that she talked about with Ryan uh, about his, what was going on in his gut, good, bad, cooties, uh, really opened up my brain to, uh, to understand what the heck is going on in our gut, how it applies to your brain, and how it applies to your overall health. But before we get into the show, uh, just a couple of housekeeping notes. Uh, as always, show notes, links, and resources can be found on naturalstacks.com. And as always, we appreciate your five-star review. If you love it, share it. Tell people about it. This is critical information that we're so excited to bring to you guys. Uh, as you may have noticed already, uh, I'm not Ryan Muncy. I am, my name is Sean McCormick, and I'll be the new host of the Optimal Performance Podcast. And a little about myself, I have been with Natural Stacks as a champion, as an ambassador for this amazing, amazing company. For a couple of years now, I own sensory deprivation tank centers in Seattle. I'm a biohacker, a blogger, a speaker, a life coach, performance coach. And it is such an honor to be taking the baton from Ryan at this point because Ryan has done such amazing work. And he and I uh, have met a couple of times in the past. And uh, it's just really an honor to be, to be hosting this show for you guys. And we have such a great start to, uh, to the next chapter in the OPP as your host. So thank you for, for listening and sticking with us. Uh, so today's going to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a different one. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the results from Ryan's test and, uh, Dr. Chris, Christine Roche has, has done research and consultation with Ryan about his gut bacteria, uh, what's going on and, and how he can help improve it. And at this time, I'll turn it over to Dr. Christine Roche to tell us a little bit. If, if Christine, would you just rem, uh, remind everyone um, what you do, how you do it, and and what you just shared with me about the implications of the uh, of the information that you're about to share with us? Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be back, Sean, and with you. Um, my background is 25 years experience in the field of functional medicine, working with the leading physicians in the United States and Europe. And I'm very excited to uh, 
talk about the root cause of digestive and intestinal permeability issues. Um, My background, I'm the author of two books, the latest Light Living, an Integrative Approach to Healthy Eating and Weight. And I have been working, my specialty is digestion, absorption, and also autoimmune disorders, all types of disorders. So it's a a whole body approach to the gut and the brain. Um, I have been, when I worked with Ryan, it's been very exciting because one of the things that we found is that his, his test had some showed that he not only had some good bacteria in his digestive system, he also had some overgrowth. You can imagine in the gardens, there's some weeds growing that you don't want. So he had some bad bacteria, some bacteria that's inflammatory in his large intestine. And um, we we talked about the root cause factor that basically... You know, in in the medicine as it's practiced today, shines when it comes to you know heart surgery, surgery, bone breaks. Uh, when you you know when you've got pneumonia, you need standard medicine. But in, in terms of the actual epidemic that we have, where we have you know billions and billions of people who have autoimmune disease, type one diabetes, lupus, inflammatory disease. So these kinds of lifestyle disorders is where we need to look at the root cause and where functional medicine shines. I think that's, and so, I, think that's yeah. I think that's such an important point because uh, the, the, the information that we're going to get into uh, affects everybody. I, I mean, looking at the list of how our gut health uh, affects our health overall, I mean, just about everybody, as I look at this list of, of implications and symptoms and signs of people who have either intestinal perme- permeability or leaky gut, we're talking about bloating, depression, fatigue, acne, colds, adrenal fatigue, um, uh, food sensitivities, allergies, not to mention uh, something that, that affects all of us, um, you know, increased stress. And uh, the cool part is, as you mentioned, is that modern medicine does a really good job of figuring out how to heal us when we have breaks, when there's traumatic injury, when there's when surgery is needed, but this sort of preventative medicine uh, that we're going to dig deeper into today uh, is is so so critical. I think to all of us to to keep in mind. And for for our listeners, we have a special offer that I'll that I'll tell you guys a little bit later. Uh, Doctor Roche is going to uh, make it easy on you guys for you to take your own health into your own hands. So where do you want to kick this thing off, Doctor Roche? How, how, where do you want to start? Yeah, I'd like to start also with with the research, some of the research that um, has been done. And I want to just one more thing about uh, briefly is that after six months of implementing the customized protocol that I gave Ryan, we retested and showed that his bad bacteria was completely gone. And so we have now, you know, the state of the art shows, the research shows that you need customized support in the roots of your tree. So I want to start with, you know, the autoimmune epidemic is on the rise right now. The Harvard researcher, Alessio Fasano, actually showed that certain bacteria in the gut and gluten itself, eating gluten can unzip the gut lining. And um, because it creates the gluten, which is so hard to digest in our bodies, especially the genetically modified gluten of the last few years, can have a protein named somulin give it a signal that then unzips the tight junctions that seal the intestinal lining. And then once that's unzipped, it's a perfect storm to trigger 
autoimmune reactions. And they've actually shown in the research that, you know, sonulin can now be measured. What's really exciting is that, you know, in prescription drugs do not help in this situation. What helps is the diet, the lifestyle, some of the things we're talking about. But we have now, you know, the intestinal permeability is now widely recognized as a type of similar to a type of diabetes where you have, you know, this this constant autoimmune response that causes a systemic inflammatory reaction, affects the brain, the skin, the colon, the joints, adrenals, you know, every part of the body, as we have said. That's, uh, that's uh, just the, the image of you talking about unzipping the gut. It's just so, it's, it's such a uh, graphic way to explain what so many people are going through. And, and I, you know, I think all of us know someone who has some sort of autoimmune disease, whether it's um, lupus or fibromyalgia or MS. I think, I think this affects all of us and every, every, every one of us knows somebody that's, that's dealing with this stuff. Um, so let's, let's dig into, let's dig into Ryan's results a little bit deeper. Um, you know, he's, he's not here to, uh, to comment on it, but, but I think it's important, uh, because what you do, uh, is not just here. I'll send you a test. You send it back to me. I'll tell you what it is. And then we don't talk ever again. It's really consultative, right? Yes, it's very customized to you. The test is shipped, and then within two weeks, we do an hour-long consultation via Skype, telephone, or Zoom to discuss the results. And the key is also, Sean, that the test contains every type of bacteria. It's typed very specifically. So, example, Ryan had a floor plus of the Klebsiella cruci, which is a highly inflammatory bacteria. And we think of, you know, oh yeah, I've got bad bugs in the gut, you know, I can handle it. It turns out that the signals from the gut affect the tissues in every organ of the body. The most exciting new research which just came out last week is that women with breast cancer had a consistent type of bad bacteria in their digestive system, not only there, but then they went to the tissues of the breast and they found that it's actually the bacteria migrated from the gut into the tissues. And so the latest groundbreaking news all over the world, and this originated in Europe, is that cancer patients, especially with this breast cancer research, have a specific or a group of specific bacteria that is dysbiotic and highly inflammatory in the tissues, not just in the gut. Wow. So we're, we're talking about bad bacteria because obviously yes. there's, there's good bacteria and bad bacteria. Yes. yes. Yeah. The, so this is, I mean, this is brand new information. This is, this is cutting edge, cutting edge research explaining or at least showing a uh, was it a causal correlation between yes. yeah this dysbiotic bad bacteria in your gut and breast cancer which again i think all of us know at least somebody that that has had breast cancer in their life Yes, because you see these bacteria just like in Ryan's case are highly inflammatory and we used to think they were contained to the digestive, you know, just the intestines. But now it turns out with this breast cancer research and other research on cancer, it appears that this bacteria migrates into the tissues of, and that every organ has its own microbiome. 
And so every organ is, you know, has different types of bacteria that affect and signal all of the genes and other, you know, the whole genetic, the epigenetic code is signaled by whether or not the tissues have different kinds of bacteria. If you were to speculate going forward, uh, you know, obviously this is a specific type of cancer in the breast. If you were not to jump to conclusions, but because every every tissue has its own microbiome, is it is it safe to say, or or could we predict that potentially each of every cancer, every type of cancer in different parts of the body is likely associated to to gut health? I would say it's a major factor, Sean. It turns out that re in reviewing the literature, and of course we'll post that on the blog, all of these latest articles, the European studies, you know, I spent three months this summer in the top clinics in Europe, and their focus is on in taking care of the microbiome, because what they're saying is that that is the root, one of the root causes. Absolutely. You know, there's so much involved in autoimmune, brain fog, depression, anxiety, and it's, you know, there are many, many causes, which we'll get into, you know, what causes permeability, what causes the microbiome to turn this biotic. There are many factors, but the root cause, which is now being seen for cancer and chronic disease, this plays a major part in it. And they're, they're saying that the future is customized probiotics, which we do here at Digestive Health Center, that are tailored to your test results, are the future of medicine. Instead of the drugs, you're going to start with the probiotics to heal the gut and then go from there in terms of what you need. I think all of us are are fairly shocked and also relieved to hear the fact that that um, we I think most of us and especially the listeners of this podcast understand that that Western medicine antibiotics of you know pharmaceuticals are not always the answer and likely exacerbate symptoms uh, of of negative health effects and and knowing that you can uh, you can work with someone like yourself at Digestive Health Center to say, okay, what's going on inside your gut? You have all this all this good stuff, but you also have all this bad stuff. And here is a customizable plan to put together uh, a nutrition regimen um, that will that will heal you from the inside out, rather than taking some sort of harmful. Uh, pharmaceutical to to try to mask or or treat symptoms. I think that that's that's both uh, it's both both scary and relieving at the same time. Yes, it is absolutely, Sean. And you know what's so important for the listeners to know is you know fifty million Americans are dealing with permeability and. Some of the research actually shows that asthma, even, you know, uh, disorders of the breathing pathways and, you know, some of the definite correlation with the research with Crohn's disease that they found, you know, this bad bacteria playing a leading role in the inflammatory stages of Crohn's, you know, that all these patients who, who got inflammatory bowel disease had different types of bacteria, just like with the breast cancer. And, you know, the four main causes of permeability or what we call leaky gut include, you know, the standard American diet is one, that all of the white flour, white sugar 
and the way that we eat in this country, unfortunately, especially the gluten, which I'll talk more about, has a, you know creates a stress on the body, and that is what leads to the progression of the stages towards unzipping the lining. So in other words, it's the poor diet, the chronic stress. It turns out that it research shows that stress alone, high stress, correlates with the, the proteins being triggered that unzip the lining. So when you combine the diet with stress with toxin overload, and oftentimes we've talked about, you know, what does it mean toxic overload? It's actually correlated, um, interestingly enough, with, with our water, with the environment. You know, we have 10,000 new chemicals that are being introduced into the environment every year that are basically untested. Ugh. And so... If, if we buy over-the-counter, you know, non-organic food contains thousands of pesticides, those pesticides, along with tap water, which is so high in the chloramines and fluorides, and it adds to that damage to the lining, in addition to the genetically modified food and the conventional dairy, so that we found that when people, you know, eat eat a lot of those foods, along with the environmental toxins, chronic stress in the diet, that is some of the, you know, some of the root causes of this, um, this disorder of, of, you know, permeability. Well, and I, and I think, I think a lot of listeners and a lot of, uh, a lot of folks, maybe if you're, if this is all brand new information to you, a lot of people with are, are thinking, well, why is this all of a sudden a problem? Why, why is this, uh, why didn't, you know, a generation ago, have the same issue. And the obvious answer is the soil that we're growing our food in, uh, the exposure to glyphosate and other sort of uh, fertilizers and, and pesticides that we all consume just pretty regularly. You know, and if you're eating Cheez-Its and uh, Wonder Bread, you're consuming massive amounts of these stuff. And that not only are you not getting the nutrients from the dirt that was that it was grown in because the the soil depletion of all the minerals is gone but also it's adding it's it's like doubling down on negative effect negatively affecting your your microbiome yes that's that's absolutely the key and you know according to the journal of diabetes there's uh, showing it shows that in uh, leaky gut syndrome as a major cause of type one diabetes also and malabsorption of the nutrients because once you have that progression, um, you know it's like a vicious cycle of nutrient malabsorption, especially B12, magnesium, and iron, which then triggers more and more inflammation of the gut lining. The more the lining is worn away through the triggers of eating the grains, the unsprouted grains, the conventional gluten grains, this immune response, which then leads to the body, you know, attacking itself or attacking its own thyroid. So it's, you know, and it has so many different, you know, manifestations because they've also shown very clearly that the um, anxiety and depression, every person with that, with bipolar disorder, with different types of mental disorders, they've called it the leaky gut, leaky brain effect. I mean, the, the NIH government studies show that the destruction of the protective barrier in the gut activates certain proteins that then, you know, it, it, it 
triggers a molecule, the RNA-155, which is elevated with inflammation, and that lets these materials through. And so people with brain disorders, including Parkinson's and dementia, in our clinic at Digestive Health Center, we're working now with a, a number of people in those areas have had significant results. In, in healing their gut permeability and, and, and then finding that their actual MRI and CAT scans and their brain scans start to change, that the disease starts to progress much less rapidly and that we've actually had patients with significant reversal of early stage dementia and Parkinson's. That's massive. That is, that is so huge. Why, why aren't, why, oh, why? I get frustrated a little bit uh, that uh, that this is not more widely talked about. Can you do you have any idea why this is not on the front page of Time magazine? Ah, yes, of course, uh, Sean. You know, having worked at Stanford Medical Center, you know, for twenty years, I am so grateful for my time of working at the clinics at Stanford in the research. You know, our standard medical system, our medical schools teach primarily drugs and pharmaceutical intervention. That's because that's the greatest profit. When I was living in Germany, I found that the Germans who pay for their health care have all these tests that, I, that I'm going to offer the listeners as part of their routine medical care. Everyone gets a microbiome analysis and permeability assessment once a year that's paid for by insurance. And it's because the government, in the countries where the government pays for health care, they know that this is the way at the early stage intervention. We want to intervene before it becomes a blazing fire. And what we do here in this country Unfortunately, you know, until the advent of functional medicine, which is fairly recent, the medical schools are now, you know, getting this research and they're saying, you know, we need to start teaching about root cause. We need to start looking at other than just giving a drug. The drugs are beneficial short term. For example, with, with gastric reflux, we treat hundreds of patients a month on gastric reflux. We have actually found that the core root issue is that they don't have enough stomach acid. Mm. So they come to us from the GI doctors who gave them five different drugs saying, you know, we haven't had any results. And the patients are now what we're doing is healing the gut, changing the microbiome, giving them the right digestive bitters and plant enzymes to help them digest their food, measuring their hydrochloric acid. And within a year, hundreds and thousands of patients we now have who no longer have reflux, who've had it for 20 years. So that's an example of where it's great to treat the esophagus short term because you want to prevent esophageal damage. That's where medicine shines. But any more than a month or two will damage the gut again because all prescription drugs start to affect the lining if they're given long term. So this is an important part too, Sean, is that we find all these patients who are on, you know, five to 10 medications even over-the-counter Advil, if you take it five times a week, can start to affect the microbiome of your body if you're not replenishing with the right bacteria. Right. I mean, it, it, it's in the name, right? Antibiotics. Biotics. It's it's literally it's killing everything, right? Yes. So when yes, you, exactly. when you've got you know you picked up some something while you were traveling, or you're 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 feeling lethargic or or sick or whatever, and they determine that you have you have a bug or something or, or even an earache, right? You take these yes. antibiotics. Um, yes. 
uh, even I mean I've got I've got two small kids and we uh, we we pump them full of full full of probiotics and all sorts of fermented foods but yes. but we we've we've been really leery about about taking antibiotics because we know that their little guts and and ours too as adults when you take an antibiotic it's literally killing the biotics it's killing the the good cooties and the bad cooties that are in your gut uh, and and it's and how long does it take? Let's just say for an example, how long does it take if you've been on antibiotics for I don't know, let's say uh, three week, a three week cycle? Like what 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 sort of longer term damage uh, does that do? And 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 how long does that take to try to get your uh, microbiome back on track? So Sean, depending on the health of your gut at the time you took the probiotics, that's, I mean, the antibiotics, that is the key because if, for example, your gut was well nourished with prebiotics, with a, with good food, and you had a viable, which very few people do, let's call it a four plus, let's say four plus is the highest score. You had your lactobifidus, Escherichia coli, all the good bacteria, you know, at a four plus um, then even then when you take a course of, like you said, three week cycle of antibiotics, you're going to wipe out 80% of that. Oh. In other words, if you're really resilient because you've been doing this for a long, long time and you have, are not taking drugs, you still wipe out 80% and it takes an average of three months for those people to rebuild the folks that have very poor, good, poor you know, viable, vibrant bacteria. So let's say they have zero lactose, zero bifida, all of the strains, the Escherichia coli, all of those strains are actually low, which is true for the average person or they're non-existent. If you've got zero growth, it takes six months to a year oh. to one year to recover from, from a dose of antibiotics. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be taking them, but what the physicians in our clinic do is they say, you know, let's not make the patients antibiotic resistant. In functional medicine, we look for life-threatening conditions. Yes, you save a life with the antibiotic. However, unfortunately, most of our patients that come, the children have been given them at the slightest sign of sinus infection, colds, you know, something that's not life-threatening, and they have built up antibiotic resistance, unfortunately, to the point where more and more is needed. And some of these adults and kids have taken four to six doses of three weeks per year, and oh. we have then done the test, and it takes years to rebuild the, to repair the damage. Man. <laughs> yeah. That is that that I've never heard that before. I've never heard that it takes you know for a for a standard standard uh, gut microbiome person um, in the states that it takes six months to a year to get to get the microbiome back to a healthy state again. That's well, yes. that's 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 incredible. Yeah. Um. Let, so let well let's talk a little bit about about you know uh, you and I talked uh, we've talked a couple of times and 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 I and I just want to say Dr. Roche your your level of your level of knowledge and your enthusiasm for this subject is so important because uh, we need advocates to to have these sorts of conversations and what you're doing at the digestive health centers is is super important and we talked about 
the uh, of, there's a four step plan to heal intestinal permeability and and of course you're offering a test uh you're offering a special offer to our listeners uh to to get this test and I'll just t- I'll just tell them about that what that is right now well, why don't you just why don't you explain what this uh what the special offer is uh for our optimal performance podcast listeners Yes. So the special offer number one is an intestinal permeability urine in-home test, which everyone has said is very easy to do. They get shipped to your home. Uh, You collect your urine. FedEx picks up the test and you receive two consultations with myself to go over those results within two weeks of the the lab receiving your test. That special offer is normally $9.97. And for your listeners, it's 697. So this is the permeability assessment to see if you have any level, no matter what the percentage is, of permeability or, or, you know, as we talked about that leaky gut, that junction where the junctions start to come apart in the intestines and is the root cause of so many brain and autoimmune disorders. So that's offer number one. Offer number two, which I highly recommend, we put together by popular demand from everyone in your company, a, a the permeability test combo with a comprehensive microbiome assessment. This is where you get the still get the urine test to do your in-home, easy to do, picked up in the you know from your home shows you exactly what your level of permeability is and what is needed. We will customize for you the nutrition, customized microbiome assessment. So you're getting both the nutrition plan and a customized assessment and customized probiotics that we design for your particular imbalance. So this is both the intestinal permeability and the comprehensive digestive microbiome test. These are two different tests. Uh, normally, list is thirteen ninety seven, and for the listeners today, it's nine ninety seven. And this, and this, uh, this is an, uh, an investment in your long term health. That's the way. That's the way that I see it. And I, and I think that that most of us want to be healthier longer. And if you're obviously, if you're listening, you're interested in in increasing your performance, both mentally and physically, and to know exactly what's going on, and to have a plan to uh, make that change to, to be able to make, uh, the changes with specific or like, are you selling, are you, are you saying like, Hey, you guys should be taking, uh, this, 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 and that sort of, uh, uh, probiotic. Yes. It turns out Sean, that no one probiotic is created equal. For example, the over the counter probiotics, most of the time the research shows do not contain what's on the label. What we do is we use independent assay. We have a customized lab that does a, an independent assay. First, we customize it, then they test to make sure that what's in the bottle, what it says on the label, are the viable cultures that are in the bottle. And that is specifically tailored to the listeners because every test is unique. Like you could have a two plus and a one plus, you know, we're showing all the different bacteria in your microbiome assessment. You could have different levels and we need to replenish exactly what you need and not more than that. We also do customized antimicrobial assessments. 
performance and independent assay testing. So the listeners, if they have what we're talking about, Ryan, and many of our patients have a one, two to four plus, you know, Klebsiella pneumoniae, bad bacteria, that's one of those inflammatory cytokines that then settles in every tissue. We give you a test, the test already shows which natural antimicrobial the body will respond. This bacteria will be killed off by these antimicrobials. We then implement this customized antimicrobial program if needed for the impermeability. We also show a complete digestive analysis. Most of the listeners We have many patients that don't absorb their fats. They don't digest them. They actually have food sensitivities. They have very high secretory IgA, which is a immune factor. 80% of the gut is in the, in the immune system is in the gut. So we actually test the gut's immunity to show how high or how low it is and what you need to do to boost your immune system, repair the lining. Then we also deal with helping you digest and absorb your foods properly and make sure you're getting the nutrients you need. And the biggest plus of the test is that it shows years before colon cancer would ever show up, it shows the levels of inflammation that would precede colon cancer. So most of the listeners, this is an early stage. They do it every year. We have all these people from the last podcast that are thrilled because now they did their retests. Six months later, the bad bugs are gone. The good bugs are nourished. It's like a garden. You know, they fertilized all their good bacteria. They're doing the right prebiotics. Now we're showing that their digestion's improved. They're absorbing their nutrients, their immune system's balanced, and lo and behold, all their inflammation markers went down. So they do it every year because colonoscopy, which is for some people very necessary, it's necessary, I'm not speaking against it, but it does wipe out all of your flora. When you do a colonoscopy prep, it takes out all the bad bacteria and the good as well. So everything is wiped out, all the good bacteria. And what you need to do then is rebuild, you know, three to six months, your microbiome after colonoscopy. So this test could be considered a pre-colonoscopy test. Where am I at? And then if it's really necessary, you know, the physicians in our clinic give the patients the guidelines on how to proceed. But this is a screening test also for early stage colon cancer years before. As, as, as I'm sitting here thinking about, um, what, you know, what, what some of our listeners are already interested in. And, and, and I, and I know just from interacting, um, with, uh, with the Facebook group and understanding what people are, are, are into and how they eat. Let's just say, for example, you know, uh, ketogenic eating and intermittent fasting are, are, are crazy popular right now. And I myself have been, um, eating in, in a, in a ketogenic fashion about 80% of the time for the last couple of years. And I don't eat until two o'clock in the afternoon. Can you speak a little bit as to what that sort of paleo or keto sort of diet or intermittent fasting or both, what sort of, what sort of effect positive or negative that may have on our, on our, uh, microbiome? Very important. Thank you. Um, what I, I feel, and we've seen this in thousands of patients, is it's an excellent way 
to assist the microbiome once the bacteria is balanced. In other words, we have a, uh, we have quite a few patients who tried that intermittent fasting, but they had very bad bacteria in the gut. And, and remember also that there are no symptoms with this. Part of functional medicine, what's so great about the roots of the tree is that we do the root cause before the symptoms, before the fire starts burning. So you could have four different types of dysbiotic bacteria that settle in every tissue of your body, cause autoimmune, cause other chronic disease with no symptoms. These people feel great. So we took a group of 30-year-olds, you know, we tested 200 people. We found that, you know, over half of them had this, this dysbiotic flora. They felt great. They had no symptoms. So when they went on the ketogenic diet, or the intermittent fasting, you know, research cancer prevention research shows that, yes, you must have that 12-hour gap, actually, between your last meal, let's say it's at 7 p.m., minimum of 12 to 15 hours before you eat again as a way of boosting every function in the body. So it's very good for the body to do that. The ketogenic diet, of course, being, you know, when you take grains out, I want to emphasize again that, in, it's not so much the grain itself, it's how we have damaged the grain in the United States. In Europe, when there used to be no GMO, you know, uh, basically it's um, the way that the GMO has been hybridized and genetically modified. So every grain, you know, all the gluten is now genetically modified. And that is one of the keys. That's absolutely one of the keys that I feel is so important for the listeners to know about that when you eat grains, your body is unable to digest the lectin in the grain. So there's different proteins that you cannot break down. And these um, these fragmented proteins are the ones that, you know, signal the release of zonulin to unzip your lining. So basically, it's like a net. If you if you see a tight net that, you know, it's just the right amount of things, but nothing can go through while well, the net becomes damaged in the gut mm-hmm. from drugs, from stress, from the toxins, and most importantly, from grains. I'm bringing this up because you mentioned ketogenic. You know, when you don't eat grains, for some people, it's fantastic because for the first time, their inflammatory markers go down, and it's because of the lectins in the grain that make them undigestible. So gluten, for example, is completely out of the question right now, not just for people that show sensitivities, because our patients say all the time, oh, I don't have an issue with, with it you know, on a test. What it is is that now with the latest in the last six months, what's been happening is that they're almost called anti-nutrients. These lectins are sugar-binding proteins that basically are, you know, cover your lining in a way that it gets damaged. And they're found in many foods. I mean, grains is the key, but also, you know, wheat, uh, you know, different things, soy products um, can cause it, and, you know, white rice, um, and sprouting and fermenting grains reduces the phytate. So if you get GMO-free grain like brown rice or quinoa, it, and, and, you know, you sprout all those grains, that's when you can, you know, for those people, because everybody's unique. Some people need the grain. So I think that I'm all for the ketogenic diet for some people, but I do a customized, along with my consultation the listeners get, I assess their nutrient status because I find that based on their own chemistry, 
every person is unique. So no one diet or plan fits for every person. So some people do fantastic on the ketogenic, but the and others do not. So that's why, you know, once we get the test results back, we customize it. Overall, I'm for it. I'm for taking out the grains, except for people that need that biochemically. Some people really need quinoa, brown rice, or millet. Those are gluten-free grains. Do not contain the lectins. And remember that the goal here is to, the four-step plan to heal your permeability is to remove the foods and factors that damage the gut. Replace with the healing foods, which I'll talk about in a moment. Repair with the supplements. We'll go over those and rebalance with the customized bacteria that really nourishes and revitalizes, you know, your microbiome. So I would say the answer to this, it's great for some people. However, if your gut isn't, you're not aware and you won't know this, what's what's in your gut, what's lurking in your gut, you know, the bad bacteria, then doing that fasting in the diet can only take you so far. We've seen major issues with people doing that without really having an intact in- intestinal system. Yeah. So you, I'm just going to, I'm just going to echo that four-step plan back because I think everybody's listening is going, okay, well, what can I do right now? What can I, what can I do? Um, um, before I get the test, what changes can I make? Well, number one, remove remove damaging foods like don't eat white stuff. Just stop eating eating white stuff, white flour, white sugar, you know, processed foods. Number two, replace with healing foods, and and and, and we'll we'll talk about those in just a second. Number three, repair with customized supplements. So this is probiotics. Um, that will, you know, digestive enzymes, colostrum, blah, blah, blah. And then number four is uh, replaced with prebiotics uh, and probiotics. And I think, you know, obviously I take the, um, I take the prebiotic plus uh, that we carry uh, every night and I can actually feel, and, and I'd be curious to get your take on this. <coughs> I, I can actually feel about 20 minutes or so after I take that prebiotic, I can feel it in my stomach. Almost, it's almost like a cooling um, feeling that I get, uh, when I take that prebiotic plus at night helps me sleep well. Um, um, so that, that's really the four step plan. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about what sort of healing foods are suggested for, for, um, repairing the intestinal permeability. The number one healing food um, for the listeners is bone broth because bone broth contains collagen and the amino acids proline and glycine that helps heal the damaged cell walls. So we often have people start out with bone broth for several days so that they have, you know, four to six cups a day, especially with autoimmune or chronic disease, the Parkinson's people. Um, we have had really great results and this needs to be bone broth, preferably that's in a glass jar that you get in the health food store. So in other words, um, you know, just the powdered bone broth, we do not see such a good effect compared to the bone broth that are actually cooked, you know, and put in a gelatin substance in a glass jar at the health food store. Okay. So you're, you're, that's a fairly common, uh, cause I, I, I'm, I've made my own bone broth. <coughs> bone broth is actually not something that I take much of, but, um, you're saying that, that health food stores provide you with, with a glass jar of jiggly wiggly gelatinous bone broth that you can just like, yes. heat up 
Yeah, um, you can heat it up. It's great because it comes from chicken or beef or some of them, they combine a lot of vegetables with the chicken bone broth. You just heat it up. And we recommend you start out with four to six cups a day for people with chronic disease for about a week. And then you can do, you know, at least uh, two to three cups a day with your vegetables, combine it with, you know, as a broth in the winter, it's great with your soups and your veggies. Yeah. What are some of the other uh, healing foods? The other one is raw cultured dairy. In other words, the dairy, the type dairy that we recommend is the one from A2 casein, A2 animals, which are, which are basically um, goats, goat and sheep cheeses. So the A1 casein is non, you know, it's very hard to digest and can cause inflammation and per gut issues. So we recommend, you know, like goat, for example, the coconut cult is phenomenal. If you can get that in your city, I think it's available all over the country now. Coconutcult.com has 800 live billion, you know, live cultures, but it's 25 in every jar. You get like 25 billion probiotics Whoa. for a couple of tablespoons. Whoa. And so that's really great. Coconutcult.com is a new cultured coconut dairy product. How does it taste? It tastes fantastic. Does it? I bet it tastes good. And <clears throat> and you just, uh, just what, a shot of it, you know, and a little, yes. pour, pour a little on a shot glass and down the hatch? Yes, exactly. This would be actually, could be used before you start your meals or, you know, um, just have maybe, I recommend two tablespoons a day to start with of the coconut um, yogurt. And this is one that has zero sugar, Sean, no sugar. And it's, it, you know, billions of life cultures and you get variety because I really believe that you need to rotate your probiotics, rotate your prebiotics to help those probiotics really take, you know, hold just like in the soil, the plants. And for a really rich environment, you want to have a variety of, you know, coconut and um, different products. So I think the best product are the goat and sheep. So it's, you know, pasteurized goat. And then also some of the, you know, organic butters are good and, you know, organic goat cheese, things like that. So that would be the second one. The third one is fermented vegetables because they contain organic acids that balance the pH and balance the bacteria. So for example, kimchi, beet kvass, and sauerkraut. As you start your meal, you have a little bit of a fermented vegetable before every meal, just as you're starting. Yeah, and you can see that at like, you know, especially here in Seattle, you can go to, to you know, the Korean foods and they always start you off with, uh, with kimchi before your meal. And it's uh, for a good reason, apparently. Yes, it's fantastic. What it will do, it's just like when you're gardening, you want to put the right fertilizer in the ground before you even plant your vegetables. You know, you're getting the earth ready so that those veggies can be planted and that a really rich soil is created. So the same way with those, with that sauerkraut, kimchi, beet kvasses or fermented juices, they will really help to bring that rich environment so that whatever bacteria you introduce will take hold much more easily and be maintained because you want to maintain those new strains that you're, you're taking. And so what are the, what are a couple quickly, what are the, what are a few other, um, uh, healing foods. Yes. So most importantly also is colostrum. And I customize that there's different kinds, but again, it's very healing for permeability is to take, you know, a tablespoon, ideally, you know, of a liposomal delivery colostrum is excellent. A tablespoon a day on an empty stomach. 
um, coconut cook only with the coconut oil, the medium chain triglycerides. So all cooking that you do, you want to use coconut oil and um, sprouted seeds. Um, if your your body's in pretty good shape, you know you want to help the growth of those bacteria by having flax seed, hemp seeds, or chia seeds. They're great sources of fiber and cultivate the bacteria. If your gut is not so good, I don't recommend the seeds. If you have severe issues like IBS or IBD, um, you know, inflammatory disorders, I'd like to recommend steamed veggies. That will actually, you know, and then sprouted sprouted foods with steamed veggies will really help cultivate that. Interesting. So it, with, if, um, you know, if you've got, um, uh, if you've got, if you've got IBS, maybe the seeds aren't as good of an idea, but you're saying like a, a good alternative is, uh, is, is steamed vegetables, huh? Yes. And okay. I think it's very important to use the veggies that are not, you know, for people with really irritated guts have zucchini, bok choy, you know, chard instead of going right to the crucifers because they will cause more irritation. So you have some of the leafy greens, which will balance your bacteria and help heal the gut, but will not cause some of more of that gas or inflammation. You know, we've had great results with using the leafy greens along with the coconut products for healing inflammatory gut disorders. And so, so we've laid out, we've laid out removing um, foods that damage the gut, uh, lectin foods, white sugars, processed foods, um, Cheez-Its and Wonder Bread. Just, that's a big, just a big no-no. And then replacing that with healing foods, bone broth number one, some of the other ones that we've just listed. Um, as part of the, the third step in the four step plan to repair or, uh, to repair, uh, or heal, I guess, uh, intestinal permeability. Number three, looks like we have, uh, the customized supplements and this is where they right. This is, this is your wheelhouse. Yes, that's a key. And and the first one is those customized probiotics, depending on the what you have in your gut, how many billion of certain strains of good bacteria, which all affect the gut brain. So we'll go through, you know, it's already on the last block, which bacteria will help rebalance the brain chemistry. And so we're going to go through very much step by step. You need to take at least 50 to 100 billion of independent assay customized probiotics based on a microbiome assessment. Uh, that is the number one uh, repairing supplement. The second one is digestive enzymes. I recommend that, you know, the test will show whether you're digesting proteins, fats, or carbs, what type of enzymes you need, what your gut wall damage is. Based on that, we give you customized enzymes to both, you know, with, with certain types of digestive bitters and herbs and enzymes and hydrochloric acid, if anyone's over 40 is critical. Uh, for Also, by the way, uh, if you have inadequate hydrochloric acid, which can happen even in your 20s, you're going to not be able to maintain your microbiome. So we need to remember that one once you recolonize and replenish, it's a key that your stomach acid is working and your digestive enzymes are working to maintain that microbiome viability. L-glutamine, um, at our clinic, we give two to five grams a day of a powdered L-glutamine, which is a supplement that's very anti-inflammatory and has been shown to coat the intestinal walls and act as a repellent for the irritants and repair the lining. So that is our signature L-glutamine that we've customized for people, which uh, helps the gut lining repair two to five grams, often twice a day. For people with severe permeability, it can take three to six months, up to a year when we retest 
we show exactly the, the benefits of all of these interventions and we can show the healed permeability. We also show how the bacteria has been recolonized. Um, the next one is licorice root. It's an adaptogenic herb that helps balance cortisol and improves acid production in the stomach. It's, <clears throat> so licorice root supports the body's natural processes for maintaining the mucosal lining of the entire digestive system. If someone has emotional stress, it, this will be especially beneficial. In our clinic, we, patients, we recommend that they take 500 milligrams twice a day. Mm. We have developed a powdered form of licorice root, and it contains quercetin and glutamine as a combination that our patients take at bedtime in a powder form because we usually use powders or liquids they're much easier to absorb than capsules so we use that and the final one again quercetin has been shown in research to improve gut barrier function by sealing the gut because it's it really helps support these giant tight that your net remains tight if you see the net that's become loose or permeable, it becomes tight again. It stabilizes the mast cells and reduces the release of histamine, which is very common in food intolerances. And on the newer studies on healing ulcerative colitis or Crohn's, we found that taking 500 milligrams three times a day with meals of the quercetin has gone a long way towards healing ulcerative colitis. We have about 100 patients right now that the physicians and I are working with with actually had bleeding ulcerative colitis when they came to the clinic. They're on about three to five meds, including high-dose steroids. We worked with their physicians who agreed that they wanted to start tapering them because the meds were no longer working after a year. Um, we put them on a combination of healing the permeability as well as the inflammation in the gut. And we retested those people a year later. And now they're, they're you know, talking to us from all over the country saying that they are now able to travel and work again because the bleeding stopped after three months on the healing foods and the uh, leaky gut protocol. The, he the bleeding stopped and the drugs were terminated six months later. Wow. And these, these, you know, these were severe ulcerative colitis. Their current scans, they do scans of the abdomen every year, show that it has regressed to the point where they have, they have very they don't even have any more lesions. They have healed their colitis by being, you know, these are, of course, very dedicated to also the staying off of the, um, the, the, you know, the white flour, white sugar products. But we've got some amazing follow-up studies we've done with people. And that's why that retesting that all your listeners are doing and have been doing is so profound because you really see the effects of the programs. Yeah, the benefits. I, I can speak directly to the licorice root for, you know, I think uh, many of us are just overworked, overstressed, and um, licorice, shoot, licorice root uh, as a supplement is, is so effective and just sort of like <clears throat> calming, you know, balancing your adrenals, like, like there's just this relaxing effect that I get from taking licorice root that I think uh, is such a simple thing, but, but really has a, has a noticeable effect on my sort of stress levels and well-being. So going yes. to going to number four uh, as part of this this four step plan is 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 simple. It's rebalance with prebiotics and probiotics, and we've talked about it already. Kimchi, sauerkraut, beekvoss, 
Uh, I'm going to have to give a try this coconut cult. I like the name. I like the name too. Uh, yes. It's just, uh, I, before and with each meal, uh, it's, it's such a simple thing that you can do to, to, you know, increase the, the general, um, the general nutrient absorption and, um, and gut health. Um, of course you guys, all of this information is going to be on, um, on the show notes so you can, you can track this stuff and, and look at it. I, I imagine there's this, this is such a dense, uh, such a dense, um, conversation that you're going to probably want to go back and, and check this, check this out again and take some notes. Um, what, what are we missing? What are we leaving out, Dr. Roche? Yeah, I wanted to just mention a 2017 study that's pretty recent that shows that people with anxiety and depression, um, when they were given the bacterium bifidus longum, bifidobacteria longum, L-O-N-G-U-M, and then they had, you know, other placebos, and it was a really tight study, it's, gonna, it's published on the blog, actually shows the results of the psychological change with anxiety, depression, and bipolar. So I just want to mention that, and also that, you know, if you have heavy metals, chronic heavy metal toxicity, or heavy metal poisoning, as far as the leaky gut, leaky brain, that is a very serious storm that's created by having, you know, those metals in your body. So the physicians and I work together with some very customized testing to assess, you know, the heavy metals for people with chronic fatigue, brain fog, depression, mood disorders. And we also work, work with them around toxic household products. You know, obviously artificial sweeteners, you know, can affect all of this. But, you know, we've had a really great results by just seeing that we can, you know, if, we, if they also have to sometimes get rid of the toxins in their home, I really want to emphasize the importance of organic. People keep saying, well, you know, what if I have some of my food non-organic? If you have the research right now that shows how many new, new unregulated chemicals are being introduced, I mean, we're exposed to it in the air. You know, we can't get away, like you said earlier, Sean, from the glyphosates, you know, from all these different things. And so there is such a major, major issue right now with um, what's going on with this particular concern with the glyphosates being so strong that our clinic actually does a glyphosate test. We actually measure the glyphosates because what we found is, you know, heavy metals and glyphosates all over the world now are impacting the gut significantly. And if people have a history of cancer, we have specialists in our clinic that, again, you know, measure these different markers for the gut brain, help you with getting off the foods that would do further damage, looking at your home, and then helping you really implement a complete plan that will stop this process, you know, of the degeneration in the gut and in the brain and actually help refertilize everything. That's what's so wonderful. Is, is that, you know, this, this recultivation where you're recreating a whole new garden, a whole new way of, of life, you know, in terms of that. But you've got to know, you, you know, we always say, why guess when you can test? Because you yeah. really need to know what's actually there. You know, what's the extent of the permeability and what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. The, and, and, and it just, it, it connects to everything. Your, your microbiome, how how healthy it is has has an effect on everything i mean it affects your brain it affects your uh affects your emotions it affects your ability to deal with stress and mm -hmm. um when you when you can't process stress uh or deal with stress uh that makes things worse and affects your gut even more 
it's it's you know not to oversimplify, but this is this is this is all part of this holistic approach to to your life and your lifestyle and uh what you eat is literally the building blocks of everything that you do all the time and 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 taking a uh, hundred billion of something <laughs> every day um, is not only fun to think about the fact that you've got a hundred billion, you're, you're going to eat a hundred billion of something, but um, making sure that you know what's going on in your gut and making the changes necessary um, in a customized way sounds, sounds incredible. I'm just bummed out that I wasn't able to do the test, uh, you know, nine months ago when Ryan did it. So maybe I'll have to uh, have a conversation with you afterward. Cause I, I'm obviously really curious about what's going on in my going on in my gut because I I take a lot of I take a lot of time and care to make sure that I'm eating lots of fermented foods and and fewer uh, fewer refined sugars and I'm taking a lot of these steps um, but um, you don't really know like you said why why guess when you can test I think it's important. Yes, and especially the follow-up, because what's so exciting, for example, I, I want to just give you a case. We have a person who had Crohn's disease, and she also had very serious psoriasis, and she had, you know, skin disorders. I mean, eczema, psoriasis, acne, and this inflammatory bowel, so, you know, which affected her whole body. But she did test a year later now, after we did this whole repair program, healing program we just discussed, and her eczema, her psoriasis, her skin looks completely clear. And the physician has asked her, you know, he said, wow, you know, your gut looks so much better. I mean, the Crohn's disease is now going back into a place where it is no longer progressing. The inflammation wow. is down by 70%. I mean, we have had results working together with the functional medicine model. And that's why it's such a key is in functional health, you assess you know, you test, you assess, and you retest because we have these post-tests on all of your listeners too. We got people, one of them, for example, he had, you know, a lot of fatigue. He had brain fog every day at depression. He just did his retest and he told me, you know, I have, my, my energy level went from a two out of 10, where 10 is the best to a 10 out of 10. And he said, I couldn't even move my body. Sometimes I was in so much pain from the inflammation, but now you know, on on his retest, I mean, it's like, it's incredible. Six months later, we retest with your listeners and they, they say, you know, now I have my energy levels at 10 out of 10. My focus went from a three, you know, which is very low focus. He had ADD, ADHD focus issues is now at a nine. He is performing. He's taken on another job before he could not do that. And he is just thrilled with the results of his retest having implemented this program. So not only do you see initially, but six months later, you know, a year later, and with your annual testing, you really see exactly what's going on. Cutting edge, you know, totally in full color what's going on with your whole body. Wow. I love hearing that. I love hearing I love love hearing that people are following the protocols, getting the results, and they can live better lives. You know, that's 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 what this thing is all about. Um, well, where can people find you, Doctor Roche? Yes. Where, where where can they where can they read more? Where can they hear more? And 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 after you answer that, uh, I want you to give us, if you would, um, three resources that you've been, um, that you think would be helpful, helpful to people so that they can learn a little bit more. 
Great, yes. So first of all, um, you can you can find us at www.digestivehealth.center. So it's di- the the web link, the website is Digestive Health H E A L T one word dot center C E N T E R. The phone number is six five zero eight five six. Three one five one six five zero eight five six three one five one at Digestive Health Center on the home page. There's a link called Test Your Gut. You click on that link and you will find the special offer and all the details. You know, the podcast will be right there on what we discussed about offer number one leaky gut in home test and two consults, six ninety seven, normally nine ninety seven. Offer number two is the permeability assessment showing you exactly where you are with the full microbiome evaluation, evaluation of all your digestion, absorption, inflammation markers, your gut immunity. I highly recommend offer two, which is the permeability and full microbiome digestive test, 997 for the listeners, formerly 1397. And lastly, you know what the resources I recommend is a book called The Microbiome Solution. It's an easy read. It will give you more information in detail on what I've been talking about. The uh, latest book from the uh, Harvard researcher, Alessandro um, Fasani, is called The um, Gluten Freedom. I highly recommend that you read Gluten Freedom because it's his latest book on how damaging what's going on right now in our world, how we treat the animals and, you know, the grains, how they're made and so on. And also the book Wheat Belly. If you have not read Wheat Belly, W-H-E-A-T, Belly, it has very critical information tied in with this podcast. And most importantly, you know, Uh, When the listeners can contact me at any time, I'll send them information on the functional medicine textbooks because I feel like most most of us know about this now, especially on the OPP, but this is a totally different system of healthcare. In closing, I just want to say that, you know, if we want to make healthcare cost effective, which is so critical for us and prevent the disorders that will not only, you know, cost so much, but billions of dollars, but also, as you said, it's our life. It's how we live our life every day. Functional medicine, the core aspect, that's what we do at the Digestive Health Center is functional medicine. Awesome. So cool. Well, thank you very much for for stepping in uh, and making this easy on me for my first crack at the <laughs> OPP. I really appreciate that. Uh, it's so it's super interesting information, and you've given us some stuff that we can do in our own. You've given us a special offer, and um, and really empowered all of the listeners to to take their own sort of gut health into their own um, into their own care, and I, and I think that's really important. Well. Um, We'll be following up soon. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Rocher.